Hey everyone, welcome to the Fullest Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Bostwick, and I'm here today with Todd Steinberg, the co-founder of Camuso Design, which is a breathing tool to calm your mind. I'm really excited to learn more about how you founded the company with your wife. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Nikki, so happy to be here, and any opportunity we get to talk about breathing is awesome. So thanks for having us. Yeah. So I know your background, I read a little bit about that, is in collegiate travel. So can you tell us a little bit about that? And were you in that industry when you met your wife and before you found meditation? Or what brought you into the wellness space? My wife would not have married me uh, if I was still in the collegiate space. (laughs) Let's start there. (laughs) (laughs) So for about 10 years, I I owned and operated a student travel business that basically we traveled about 10 to 15,000 students a year to places like Cancun, the Bahamas, uh, Punta Cana, and Florida. And that was college spring break. So all those crazy stories you hear, they're all true. And I witnessed probably 98% of them and had to oh my God. So those were, um, those were wild days. And I think that was probably what started the tailspin of my wellness. But, uh, but I'm grateful like, for the memories. <laughs> it's like taking the wed- wedding industry to a whole nother level because it's like every day is a wedding and everyone's getting drunk every single day and probably vomiting everywhere and how to handle all of them. It just sounds insane. Yeah. I mean, um, the, <laughs> the, 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 really the crux of it was they would come and it was their 19 and they all want to party. So they had all this energy to get out and, you know, my team was there to make sure that they were safe. So, um, we had kids jumping off of balconies and um, and getting into all kinds of wacky hijinks, but uh, but it helped me turn me into the, the person I am today. So I'm always grateful. Is it kind of similar to like Yacht Week? Like I remember when I was in college, I had heard about Yacht Week. So we did a little different. We took we called it an exclusive experience, right? So what it is is you would take your closest friends from your school, and then we would pair everyone and create one elite experience in one hotel in that destination, right? So you're not staying with families or other children or, you know, grandparents, like it's just students. So you're not bothering anybody, um, which creates a really fun environment, right? But it's not as sophisticated as Yacht Week where, you know, there's a little bit more of a controlled environment. You know, these are these are students from uh, from upper income households. So they, they knew how to behave, but this is also for a lot of them was their first trip without their parents. So it was like, all right, they're breaking every rule. And we had to be there to pick up the pieces when they broke every rule every single day as much as they could. Wow. So you started this company out of college? Yeah. So I actually worked for a different student travel company and I was doing sales and I was really good at it to identify with the students because I was fresh out of college. And one of my best friends who also work for the same company, we started talking one day and we're like, hey, why can't we do this, right? Like, why are we working for a company that they didn't have the best ethical standards, They uh, their prices were too high, uh, and the trips weren't really all that fun or as fun as they could be because they were all scattered and they weren't in one place and, and there wasn't a lot of matchmaking. So we decided to take it to the next level and really target, you know, uh, a student-only trip where you're getting a chartered flight with only students, you're arriving at a hotel with only students, and you're going to parties 
and clubs that are only students but have like really cool DJs and uh, and you're having like bottle, you know, uh, bottles and, 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 and special effects and all that stuff. So we catered the experience in a way that it hadn't happened before. Um, we just didn't realize how much <laughs> other liability was involved, including emotional liability. <laughs> yeah. So which is obviously what led you to find some sort of wellness practice, right? Yeah, to say the least. I mean, I was stressed out. And I know that it's a lot of my friends would say, well, I don't get it. You know, it's only spring break is only once a year. But it was the sales that led up to uh, spring break that we were competing with all these other bigger, bigger companies that had a lot more resource, a lot more resources than we did. And they would use shady sales practices, right? They would lie and cheat and, uh, and outpay our student reps. So it was just living in a constant cycle of stress meeting these quotas. And then when it was coming to trip time, there was a lot of our trips were in Mexico. So there was all kinds of dangers associated with Mexico. So there I was half of my day talking to, uh, to parents in Long Island about should they, hey, this is a real question. One mom asked me, is there, is there an armored transportation from the kids from the airport to the hotel? <laughs> right? Like, like do, we, do we use tanks to transport these kids over? And Clearly, we don't. We can't oh my god! Service is a real thing, but because there was dangers, uh, you know, the parents get worried. It's like if someone kidnapped my kid. Uh, yeah. you know, Mexico sounds scary, and there are reports of violence, like there always is. But I would always say, look, it's not unlike any other major city in the U.S. Chicago, New York, Miami, L.A. I mean, there's terrible things happening in those cities too. But uh, but the point is, I was waking up with stress and going to sleep with stress. And I was realizing that my mind was fixated on every single thing that could go wrong. Not even that did go wrong, but it was all the things. That, and I thought that was keeping me on my toes. Like, this is what's keeping me competitive, like, giving us the competitive advantage was preparing for yeah. what about to happen. And in some cases, that's true. But I took it to a level where um, I was living just with high blood pressure. Uh, I mean, hair was falling out. Like it was, I, I was stressed all the time and it got to a point where I said, look, uh, my life means more than this. My peace of mind means more than this. And I just kept feeling, I don't know if anybody can relate out there, but I felt this tap on the shoulder of, and the voice kept getting louder and louder. It started as a whisper of like, you shouldn't be doing this. You know, you should do something else. And at first it was like, yeah, okay. That's just, doubt in general you know you're dating someone you're like i don't know is, is this right does it feel good and and that voice kind of gets louder in the room and it got so loud to a point where i couldn't ignore it and it was i have to get out i have no idea what i'm going to do after this so um so i sold it to my partners and i got out and literally had nothing to do <laughs> so i figured you know <laughs> let's just let's just ideate and let it come to me and uh and it did that's so awesome i think that the best things come to you when you just kind of surrender and you don't have a plan, but you just trust that it's, you know, going to happen. And I think it's complicated and, and most people don't give themselves that moment to just breathe because um, there's a lot of anxiety and especially financial insecurity when it comes to like just not knowing. So I think it's really cool that you just like trusted your intuition and, and that's part of like just listening so that you know what's next is what's really right for you. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a cool topic, right? Because intuition, you can only really dial into it. I, I feel like it's best explained as like a radio station dial that you have to just dial it in just right. Because if you go too far to the right, you're going to get some weird AM talk show. like, And then if you go too far to the left, you're going to get some like, you know, uh, Spanish music or whatever. So you have to get it just right. And if you get it just right, you're going to hear that voice come in nice and loud. And that voice is a universe speaking to you, literally saying, hey, go this way or go that way. Um, and that's where, that's where this whole thing started. And I was able to dial into it because I found a way to just be still, right. And I know that's easy to say, but we were so tethered to our phones and, you know, it interrupts our thinking. There's pings, dings, and rings that, that, that take you out of your flow. So, you know, the best I heard someone put it was you're so distracted all the time that you can't even hear yourself think. And it's like, Picture yourself at a restaurant, right? You're with a friend and that friend goes to the bathroom. What's the first thing you do? You reach for your phone. It's just instinctual at this point, which is, which is really sad because what if you didn't reach for your phone? And as you sat there, just in stillness by yourself, an idea came to you and that idea could change the world, right? You would have never found that idea because you're trying to check your Instagram messages or whatever it is some notification that didn't really matter or wasn't necessary in that, in that time, but we're, we're, we're forced to do that. So, you know, so I committed myself to just listening and it was terrifying because I didn't have any money coming in. It was like, you know, I, I, I had made some money obviously through the business, but, um, but yeah, I just didn't know what to do. And, and, and it was more, okay. I know that, that like through, through the process of elimination, that one thing wasn't it. And it was fun while I did it. But it got me to the next level, which is where Camusa was born. So then when did you meet your wife? Did you meet your wife? I mean, obviously you co-founded the business together. So what happened? You like let go and then you met your wife in between. So the universe does weird things, right? So I, I left the student travel business and two weeks later I met my wife. So it was just this crazy experience where I'm, uh, we're out at this wine and food festival and there she was at an outdoor uh, restaurant and I, she was beautiful. I didn't know what to say. So I just, the first thing that came out of my mouth was, Hey, uh, are they serving food here? And she looked at me like, well, of course they are. It's a restaurant. And, um, and I said, okay, great. It's a little late. Uh, I'm like, do you, you don't mind if I sit down, do you? Now keep in mind, I'm like oh, about four or five glasses deep right now. <laughs> so, so there was some liquid courage there, but um, she was so like, her eyes were so kind. And that's where I, I felt like I should sit down and just strike up, strike up a conversation. And uh, an hour later, we got each other's phone numbers and the rest is history. Wow. And now you have a toddler and a six-month-old. That's amazing. And you co-founded a company together. That's so fun. I mean, the one thing we had in common, though, was that we, as we started to date and get more serious, we had issues with stress, right? Like her stress was interrupting our relationship and my stress was interrupting our relationship. And all it was, was uncertainty, right? Was what's going to happen next. And the thing is you, you can't know, we don't have a crystal ball. We weren't built with that. So we were having a hard time staying in the present moment. And that's when we decided to talk to our friend who's a psychotherapist. And he's, he's just a really cool guy that, that developed a kind of a, a system for millennials that was therapeutic in a way where we talked through our issues, but it was also, he would give us actual techniques and he was trying to teach us meditation. So like, all right guys, like let's meditate. And, you know, 
we get, went to this empty room. We sat on the floor, Indian style, backs arched, hands up toward the sky. And he said, all right, I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose and out for about eight seconds. And I, I remember thinking, I can't even, my, my back hurts so much because I'm not flexible. My legs hurt because I'm sitting in Indian style and I, I, I can't. So all I was thinking was, I can't even focus on my breath because I'm in pain. So I asked him, is there an easier way to do this? And I, I, I didn't want to sound like a, like a child or <laughs> like, like, can you uh, give me the cliff notes version? But at the same time, I, I, I believe the meditation. I, I know it works and I, and I've heard all of the success stories. So I wanted to try it. So like, you know what? I do have an idea. And he had this, uh, this straw sitting next to him. And he's like, I, I know this sounds ridiculous, but I want you to breathe through the straw, exhale through it, uh, for about 10 breaths for two minutes. And I did that. And I'll never forget that moment because that's when Kabusa was born was I f- immediately went from stress to two minutes later, feeling calm, lighter, looser. Um, I was in a different place with my mind. And I remember thinking, how can I carry this thing around with me? I can't carry a straw with me. That'd be ridiculous. But, but, why did this work and why did, why, how was my breath tied to my brain? So went home that night and dove right into Google and, uh, it learned all of the science as it relates to breath work, which was fascinating. I mean, we don't learn this stuff, right? Like I didn't, at no point in school or did my parents ever walk me through, how do you breathe and why is breathing important other than just sustaining your life? Right. Um, and I, I mean, I went to sleep that night feeling on fire because I knew we had something, I mean, in two parts, one, I was able to help myself and my wife. And then two is like, Hey, we have to share this with the world because this is, I I kept Googling meditation tools and the straw breathing technique. And there was nothing, there was no, there's no physical product out there. So I said, okay, let's, let's figure out a way to do this. My wife, Vanessa was at the time, a senior fashion designer at Perry Ellis so I said, hey, can you figure out a way to make this a cool looking accessory? So she was on that. And, and then uh, our psychotherapist friend and I were, were trying to figure out the best way to build this thing into like with its length and diameter and circumference, what was the best breathing pattern and what were the tested ways to achieve the exhale that matters? So, um, so through all of that, just that one experience, you know, produced the actual vision of the company. But how interesting that a problem led to a solution. And, you know, that whisper that I heard about get out of your current career drove me to leave, drove me to meet my wife, drove, you know, drove us to find that idea. And now here we are. So uh, it's wild how the obstacle becomes the way. Have you ever felt anxious, stressed out or overwhelmed? Breathing better could be the answer, and Camuso has developed the perfect breathing accessory. The Shift is a necklace that helps you breathe better, allowing you to reduce anxiety, lower stress, and live in the moment. Designed by a breath coach and psychotherapist, the Shift extends your exhale. Camuso is offering 25% off on all orders just for our fullest fam. So use code THEFULLEST25 at checkout. And also it supported you in following this path, right? I feel like even if you had heard it and it drove you to 
meet your wife and do all that. Like you had that extra, you know, whatever it takes. I think it's different for everyone, but to actually make it happen, to execute what it was, you know, I think it's definitely passion, but um, also experience, courage. You believe in yourself because you know, you've built a company before and there's just so many things that go into it. But I think a lot of times people have these brilliant ideas that they end up not following. And I think, um, you know, it goes back into like tapping into your intuition and, and just following that. But I love it so much. So you guys sent us a few because I really wanted to try it before we talked and thank you so much for that. Um, we were so excited about it and I took it home and I, my dad and mom are going through a really hard time right now. They're in the middle of a divorce, but it's been like a decade long divorce. So it's like ridiculous. And, um, my dad came over for dinner and I gave it to him and he was so excited because as a, I used to teach yoga. So I understand the science behind exhaling longer than you inhale and like why that calms your mind, which I love that. That was like one of my favorite go-to breaths. Like, I think it's great that you're making it more accessible because like you said, not everyone has the ability to go to therapy and consistently do breath work with someone or go to yoga class, but everyone can just maybe, um, you know, either save up or buy a necklace that helps them come back to their intention and come back to their breath every day. So as far as my dad goes, my dad, I mean, he practices yoga sometimes, but he's not really like into any of that. It's just to stretch because he works out, you know, it's not really to do any of the breath work and stuff like that. But when I gave him the necklace, he was, I mean, he immediately, it just like naturally, you know, comes to you like, okay, I'm just going to breathe out. And then you can like start working on it or looking into it and see how it makes you feel. But I thought it was really cool to, I didn't really explain to him. I kind of gave him a little rundown, but it, it just seemed so intuitive. That's great. <laughs> no, that's great. We're for it. And of course, I'm so sorry to hear about, you know, your parents going through that. But, uh, you know, these are the trials and tribulations of life. They they are adversity is sure to come to us. It's it, it comes to us every day. So don't let it fool you. You know, we, we wake up bright eyed and bushy tailed and think today is going to be great. And that's great to have a positive attitude. But you you, you have to know that that anxiety is going to come and stress is going to come. It's wired into us from you know, back in the, in the caveman days when there was saber to yeah. hiding, you know, outside the cave, we had to be ready. Right. Um, but it is so easy, right? It's like breathing is so easy, but why can't we do it better? And what is the difference between a regular breath, right? And a better breath. So, you know, what we try to communicate is that, well, your, your breathing is doing two different things most of the time, right? It's on autopilot all the time. You don't even realize you're breathing. So mission number one is how do we get people to breathe more consciously to realize you're breathing? Because when you realize you're breathing, you're in the present moment. And when you're in the present moment, you're not thinking about, you know, what's happening an hour from now or tomorrow or 10 years. You're right where you need to be, which is right here and right now. And then when your mind is in the future and when you're going through anxiety, then your breathing tends to become more shallow and you can even start to hold your breath. And that's physiologically good because if you see a grizzly bear and you're hiking, it's like you're going to probably breathe really shallow and really short uh, inhales, which is going to create more oxygen. It's going to release adrenaline. You're going to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which, sorry, your sympathetic nervous system, which is going to get you ready to fight for fight or flight. 
great if you're fighting someone, right? But not great if you're trying to sleep or you're having a conversation or you're driving or you're just trying to sit and relax and focus and work and be creative. So this is where breathing longer and deeper is not easy. Because I think the, the one pushback we have with people are like, well, why can't I just do this on my own? Why do I need a tool for this? Great question, right? Why do you need a tool? But I shoot the question right back and I say, then why aren't you doing it? <laughs> you know, like if you know you need to breathe longer, you know that you that a longer exhale can get you to a calmer place. Why don't you do it? We know it, we just don't do it. So that's why we just have a, like basically training wheels for a bike. You wear this beautiful necklace that it guides your exhales to eight to ten seconds, and within two minutes, you're right where I was when I first shot it in my friend's office through that straw. And ours is built with that, you know, that uh, circumference and diameter that it's tested to get you that perfect exhale. So, you know, not all straws are created equal type thing. Um, but back to breathing, it's, we don't even realize we're doing it. And, you know, like your dad inadvertently gets those benefits in yoga because he's focusing on his breath, because that, that teacher is saying, Hey, while you're, you know, strengthening your core muscles and you're burning fat, which is all great you're taking care of your mind as well. And I think that our mission is just to make people aware that you're taking 23,000 thought, uh, sorry, you're taking 23,000 breaths per day. And like, what if we just tweaked those breaths, right? What if that compound interest built up, which is 6.7 million breaths in a lifetime? Like those are real numbers. Those are meaningful numbers that, you know, your breathing can change your life. So, uh, so we're saying, Hey, the tool is just a tool, but your commitment to a new breathing practice can literally change your life from the first day you start it and commit to it. Yeah, I totally agree. And like going back to the fact that like they don't teach this in school and how like I am a toddler as well. And when I brought the necklace out, like he was super interested in it and he wanted to breathe through it. And it's just like a great way to, you know, teach them as well to start cultivating like good breathing habits and, and learn about different tools that they can use. Obviously there's different types of breathing. So this particular one is for calming your mind. And so it's really amazing how we can teach them and use this tool for our kids as well. I think that's, what's really fun. Does your, does your toddler use it? (laughs) So he sees us using it. And of course, he, you know, he grabs it and starts breathing through it. He doesn't know how to do it yet. And we're, we're cautious about teaching him breathing techniques this early. But it's funny because you see a toddler going through a temper tantrum and look at their breath, right? What are they doing? They're you know, puffing and puffing <laughs> and throwing themselves on the ground, right? But I think what we're trying to do for the future is to say, hey, you know, we're trying to come out with a, with a kid's version soon because if I had learned, I mean, just imagine your, your own childhood. If you had been taught, and maybe you did, but if you had been taught breathing techniques from really early on to be able to, you know, control your mind through breathing, it empowers you. And if you learn anything you learn as a kid, I mean, you can learn like six different languages as as a child. It just comes easy because your brain is developing. So imagine, you know, creating a breathing practice into, or two or three or four into your childhood as a result. And I think that, you're going to end up changing the entire trajectory of your life because instead of, you know, how much regret do we have of like that one thing we said that we didn't mean to say, or that one thing we did Mm -hmm. because I was upset or because I was emotional 
or because I wasn't present or wasn't listening, you know, breath guides you and gets you to all of that. So, um, you know, I'm 42, (laughs) I can't go back, but making the adjustment in the past few years has made a tremendous difference. And I think that we're on this cool trajectory where breathing is starting to become more of a thing. It's not there yet. You know, we still have a long way to go, you know, cause like, what's the first thing you think of when someone says breath work, you know, probably not a lot of people are into it. They've heard of it kind of related to meditation. We feel like we're the step before meditation, right? So before you meditate, let's learn how to breathe. Because when you learn how to breathe, you're able to, to take control of your mind through your breath. And then as you do that, then meditation becomes a lot easier because you're not having to learn everything at once. It's kind of like before you do yoga or as you're doing yoga, learning, just getting your muscles stretched, right? Because you can't really do it effectively unless you're a little bit more flexible. Like me, I'm, I'm really terrible uh, with yoga because I, I, I am so inflexible and working on that. But, uh, but it's something that, that's so hard to do if you're inflexible. So we're, we're just saying, hey, take a first step and learn how to breathe because you never were taught how to do it. And it's going to make a world of difference. That's a really good analogy, like what you do before you meditate. Because I think also just like the word meditation or just like people don't realize you could just take a breath and like, you know, go inward. So sometimes it's just like really um, overwhelming. So just having that moment before with Kamuso is such a great way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, do you meditate? And if so, how do you do it? Are you asking me? Yeah. Literally, I, I mean, I love Kundalini yoga, so I used to um, definitely do a lot of Kundalini meditation before and during my pregnancy. Now with my toddler and um, the fullest, I, my breath work is like, my meditation is like spraying rose water on my face, like having two minutes to myself or like I just started going to my Pilates practice after two years. I mean, it's, um, it's definitely been, you know, a figuring out a juggle managing it all but I always just like I know that even one or two minutes makes such a big difference in the the way that I am how how I treat myself how I treat my child how I treat my husband my employees I think I think people forget that you can just take a moment to go deep (laughs) but yeah my, my wife makes fun of me because when I need a minute you know when I need some space we just moved into a house about seven months ago and we have a pool. So I literally go outside and I skim the pool, you know, like leaves and bugs and whatever for about four to five minutes. And in that process, I don't know what it is about skimming the pool, but because I'm, I'm focused on one thing and I'm, and I'm present and my breaths kind of go with the skimming of the pool, nice and long and deep strokes. I'm able to get to a place where I separate from whatever was on my mind and it's just a place of stillness. Weird because I'm moving, right? But my mind is clear and thoughts are still coming in, but they're not fast and they're not disruptive. So, and I always come back in feeling refreshed. Like if there's a problem I need to solve, go skim the pool. <laughs> you know, if, we're in a, if we're in a fight, I'll go skim the pool. Um, that's my meditation. It's, it's, it sounds a little crazy, but, um, but it's a little quirk. Like for instance, there's a, I don't remember the name of the, uh, the general, but just wrote a book and it's called, uh, I'm going to get it wrong, but something like make your bed first. And it's 
these are practical things like skimming a pool, right? When you make your bed the first thing in the morning, you're, you're, you're telling your mind that you've already got something done. And there's already a positive, yeah. you know, trajectory where like, okay, I can just check a box now. I've gotten my bed made. What's the next thing I need to do? So you're already got momentum. And that's where we can fill our lives with these weird little hacks that, uh, that over time end up improving our quality of life and peace of mind. I love that so much. I think I, I totally agree with that. I think making your bed makes such a, it sets up your day. And, and I like that you said it's the little hacks that, and the tools that we, you know, we have access to the little things that make such a big difference and change the trajectory of our day or our mind. So that's, it's been so wonderful having you on the podcast and getting to know you more. I hope to connect with you and Vanessa next time. And, and chat with you guys again soon. I think that Camuso is a really great tool to, again, like buy for yourself or buy for someone like during the holidays or stocking stuffer. There's so many different ways of like gifting it or buying it for yourself and using it. So I think it's a wonderful tool and I'm super excited to have met you and see who's the person behind this awesome product. Thank you so much. And it's been an awesome opportunity here getting to know you as well. Um, and if you're curious about learning more about the product, it's at www.comusodesign.com. That's K-O-M-U-S-O design.com. And you can get a 20% discount using Fullest 20. So uh, good for the holiday season, hopefully. Thank you. And what's your social media handle? So Comuso Design is our, is our Instagram handle. And uh, we're always posting some you know, fun, interactive content there. So we hope that, you know, you can follow us and, and we, we sincerely hope that even if you don't, you know, buy the necklace, which we hope you will, but even if you don't try breathing practices, just research them, get into it. Because when you breathe, just a simple trick of closing your mouth at night when you sleep can change everything because your nose was meant to trap so many of those toxins that come in. So it's like, I could go on and on and on. <laughs> There's so much that can be done through breath. So, uh, so we encourage you to live a happy and healthy life and maybe breath work can be the first step. Thanks so much, Todd. We'll talk to you soon. 